a lot of people say, man, I, I, don't, I don't even want to think about it um, because I got too much going on at work. Trust me, there's never been a company, to my knowledge, that has just gone out of business because they lost a valuable employee. They're going to be fine after you leave, so you want to make sure you take care of yourself. It's time for the Making Money Podcast with financial advisor, Lee Perkins. Welcome in to the Making Money Podcast, episode one of our podcast. If you missed this last week, we had a Getting to Know You episode zero to kind of tell you about what this podcast will focus on and also to tell you about Lee Perkins, who is the focus of this podcast. He is the owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management, serving Macon with an office in Northside Crossing. Lee, welcome back and I guess welcome in episode one. Man, good to be here. I'm, I'm liking this podcast thing. I'm, I'm excited about it. Remember, you can always go back, listen to that first episode. If you want to get a better sense of Lee and, and what this podcast and his business is all about, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. Today's show, though, our first debut episode, we're going to have a little bit of in the news. We're going to talk about a, a recent headline about automation and whether or not that will impact the financial advisor world. We'll get Lee's thoughts on that. Also, our main focus for this episode will be why you should plan for retirement with a sense of urgency. You know, some people find it easy to procrastinate. I'm, I'm one of those sometimes when it comes to financial planning issues. But we're going to talk about some scenarios that might cause people to have a bit more sense of urgency. So pretty excited about this topic and in, in, in this show to, to get us started. Uh, again, you can find Lee at jlperkinswealth.com or you can call them at 478 254 35 So let's get it started, Lee, with our In the News. Extra, extra, read all about it. There's a headline that's about advances in automation are hitting some occupations hard. We've all seen this, right? Parking enforcement workers, there's watch repairs, electronic equipment installers, phone answering services. There's a long list of occupations right now that are disappearing, quite frankly, because of automation. So when you look at your business and your industry of a financial advisor industry, do you think there's ever going to be a time when that occupation is no longer needed? I don't think so. There, there's a lot of things that can be automated and have been automated in the financial planning world, but most of that is in the allocation area, like target date funds. Most 401k plans now offer target date funds that are really sort of a, a set it and forget it type of men- mentality. There's also some generic uh, income planning software. There's pretty much a software for everything. But in, in my opinion, there's the one thing that cannot be replaced by a computer or a robot or anything like that. And that's the personal interaction that somebody has with a trusted advisor. It's just, it's, it's not going to happen. You know, I can look in my email every single day and I get an I get an email from some publication that's telling me about how robo advisors are, are taking over. They may take over some things, but man, having the ability to sit down knee to knee across the table with somebody is not gonna be replaced. And and Ben, I, I was telling you earlier before before the podcast that I've had four clients lose their spouses this year. 
uh, three ladies and, and, a, and, a, and a man. And a computer is never going to be able to sit down and listen to these people and help them move on. I mean, sure, the computer can spit out a checklist of what to do, but it's different for everybody. Uh, so, so that's my my thoughts on that. Um, man, there's just so much more that can be gleaned with a, a personal conversation. A computer is just not going to be able to do it. Yeah, and things aren't always black and white either. To be able to sit down and, and talk about different options and and talk about what's affecting you, uh, you know, as as the client, and and being able to talk with somebody about that that can kind of understand that and have some empathy for what you're going through is is much more important than just you know punching in a few numbers and getting an output. Yeah. And plugging that exactly. In. Yeah, because for all four of those people who lost their spouses, everything that I've had to do for them has been completely different. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. And two of these ladies lost their spouses within the last three weeks. And when they came mm-hmm. in, it was just like they were walking around in a fog. And and yeah. we've all seen people like this. And man, you just you just got to be able to listen and then kind of prioritize things for them. And like I say, it's just different. It's different for everybody. Yeah, it definitely is. Well, cool. Well, thanks for sharing your thoughts on that recent headline. We'll do more of that in this podcast as, uh, as we go along. We always try to have a topic that we're focused on, but also it's important to, to, to pay attention to what's in the news and have reaction to that because that's what a lot of people are talking about in the moment. So I'm glad we're able to touch on that. But one thing you talked about was the death of the spouses, and that takes us into our, our main topic today. And that, that main topic is why you should plan for retirement with a sense of urgency. It's very easy for someone, you know, depending on what age you are, especially to, to say, Oh, I've got time to get this thing straightened out, or I can, I've got time to adjust my portfolio, or I don't need to worry about that. That happens later in life. Well, life events get in the way. And because of that, it makes you become a little bit more urgent in your planning and and trying to figure out your path. So I want to go through some of these different occasions and scenarios with you Lee today and get your thoughts on them and the first thing that we'll talk about one that you've already kind of referenced to today and unfortunately you've had this experience a lot recently and that's the death of a spouse but that's something that can really change your mindset with planning man it it, it really can um and nobody wants to nobody wants to talk about it and that's really the main reason why people are unprepared is because we've we don't want to face our mortality um, but but I would really encourage couples out there to sit down and have, you know, if you want to call it a business meeting or, or whatever, sit down, have a meeting where you, you talk through what's going to happen in the event of your death. Um, and there, you know, are a lot of things that have to happen. But um, some some one of the things that people overlook all the time is where is personal information kept? And in the past, it hadn't happened with any of these four recent ones that I've talked about, but in the past, uh, I had somebody pass away, and that person that passed away, they, they were the ones who took care of all of the financial planning for that family, meaning they knew passwords, they knew accounts, they knew all of this stuff, and the other person just sort of was there and trusted the person to do everything and man, I'm telling you that that can be a real that can be a real problem if if the one who's doing all that is no longer around to help the other one. So what I try to encourage people to do is sit down, have that meeting, get on the same page, put all that vital information somewhere, uh, somewhere that's safe. I mean, we we give our clients a a client binder. We call it an "I love you" book 
I love you enough that I put this together to where this has everything that you need to know if I pass away. You know, you want to keep that in a safe place, of course, but that's that's the first thing. And it just you can't plan on it because you don't know when it's going to happen, but you can plan on it for when it happens, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I like that I love you book. That's that's a good way of kind of putting everything in one place because I think about that often. I for for the most part, I kind of handle our finances in my in my family and and I've thought about it like what happened if if something happened to me like I try to keep everything in terms of passwords and stuff in one place, but I don't know if, I don't update it as often as I need to or you know, double check to make sure all the information's there. So that's important to kind of have that that in order no matter what age you are because you yeah, just my never wife, know what's going to happen. Yeah, my wife actually brought that up to me a couple of days ago in reference to one of these people that's recently passed away uh, about three years ago, I created a spreadsheet that I put all that stuff on and I actually gave and I password protected it because that it has, it had all of our passwords mm-hmm. and I gave that password to my assistant told my, you know, told my wife that if you can't remember the password to the spreadsheet to go to my assistant and she would have it. And so anyway, we're now using a, a software program called LastPass. Um, and it's yeah, something, it. yeah, it's a, it's a, a good place for you to, to put all that kind of information in and store passwords and websites in one place. And that way you only have to remember one master password. There's a lot of them out there, but that's, I would encourage people listening to the podcast to find something like that because it, it'll trust me, it's going to save a lot of, uh, a, a lot of heartache, um, if something happens to somebody. Yeah, no question. The second scenario that uh, often forces us to have a little more urgency with our planning, and and the economy has been very strong, has been very solid, but you just never know. As we mentioned earlier, with automation, with the way the workforce is changing and shifting all the time, the loss of a job can hit you um, when you don't expect it at all. I mean, a lot of times it happens a little bit later in life with maybe an early retirement offer or whatever, but the loss of a job first, that can really really force you to pay attention to your finances. I've seen this over and over, not a lot recently, because like you said, things are going well right now. But as we know, it's all cyclical. And at some point, companies aren't going to be doing as well, and they will eventually lay people off. So, you know, this this really gets back to somebody having an emergency fund and making sure they're prepared for one or the other person to lose a job. Um, you know, they... The common wisdom says you need to have three to six months of living expenses in an emergency fund. That may or may not be accurate. It it depends on the person's situation, their lifestyle, what their debt level is. I'd love for somebody to have six or nine months of expenses in the bank, in cash, not invested. Uh, Don't worry about it earning any money, but that's there just in case an emergency like a job loss happens. Uh, So maybe when you're sitting down talking about what happens if one of you passes away, let's look at your finances and see what happens if one of you loses a job. And it's a a very valuable exercise that not enough people take advantage of. Yeah, I like the thought of trying to get ahead even as far as nine months if if possible. I mean, you just you just never know. And, and, you know, you don't know how long it's going to take you to find that next job potentially. And and having that sense of comfort and, and knowing that you have a little time, you don't have to be rushed if that scenario happens is, is good to know. Exactly. Uh, the next one is one that kind of touched on, but similarly to this one, but a little bit different is receiving an early retirement 
buyout offer. You probably have seen some people come in with this situation, right? Yeah, this happens pretty regularly. Um, and lots of times this takes people by surprise and it really shouldn't, um, retirement shouldn't sneak up on anybody. And you can probably look around in your company and see when other people are sort of getting uh, buyout offers or the opportunity to go early. So you just really want to sit down, look at your situation and say, hey, if they were to come to me in the next three months and offer me a buyout, could I do it financially? And in order for you to answer that question accurately, you'd really have to sit down, do the numbers, do your budget and, and just project out and see if you can do it. It's part of something that we do with, with our clients just to make sure that they're pre- prepared, not only for a job loss, but maybe for, for a potential early retirement. And a lot of people say, man, I, I don't, I don't even want to think about it um, because I got too much going on at work. Trust me. There's never been a company to my knowledge that is just, going out of business because they lost a valuable employee. They're going to be fine after you leave. So you want to make sure you take care of yourself. Right. Always take care of yourself first. That's most important. Uh, We're running through some of these scenarios that can kind of force you to have a sense of urgency in retirement. And the next one is probably one that you see quite a bit too, because you work with people that are very close to retirement or in retirement. And that's having a rapidly approaching retirement date and and looking at your portfolio and going, oh man, am I actually absolutely ready for this or not? It can really light a fire under you. Yeah, it really can. And lots of times people do wait too late. Uh, If we've engaged somebody who has thrown a retirement date out there, I like to it set up a series of meetings a year in advance. And so a lot's going to happen over that year. Uh, we're going to do cash flow planning. That That's the kind of the first step. It's not necessarily looking at how their investments are structured because with a year left, the investment should be structured in a manner to where your foot's off the gas a little bit and you're not putting yourself in a position to, to lose a lot of money. So yeah, and that, that, series of meetings over the year we're going to do cash flow planning and, and budgetary things and make sure that we're doing things that are going to put you in the best position to be able to retire and not look back um, one of these days I'm going to write a I'm going to write a book call it the the stages of retirement because there really are different emotional phases that people go through it's the I don't think I can do this I'm not sure I can do it. Hmm. Then once they get closer, they're like, "Uh oh, uh, this is becoming real." Then about two weeks prior to retirement, it starts to sit in. All right, I, I can enjoy this. It is what it is. I can't go back now. Then after they retire, they're like, "Man, that's the best decision I've ever made." <laughs> when did I have time to work? And then for some people, a couple of months out, if they don't have a plan for retirement, they may start to question their decision of whether. They made the right decision, not because it's a financial issue, just because they're bored. And so we try to go through all these exercises. And so, you know, there's a lot, a lot involved. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Um, The last thing, and we, you know, as we mentioned, the economy has done well. And there's always some talk about maybe the recession coming ahead. But either way, we've already kind of had that experience a little over a decade ago with the last market crash. But when something like that happens, you have to kind of reevaluate everything you've done, everything you've done already, and that can really push you to, to have some urgency. 
Yeah, uh, you know, a market crash is probably not a, a matter of if, but when. You know, people ask me all the time, when's the market going to crash? I, contrary to popular belief, I do not have a crystal ball here in my office. If I did, <laughs> uh, I would not have time to record a podcast because there'd be people lined up outside my door to meet to find out what's going on. So I don't know when it's going to happen. It, it'll happen at some point. Um you know, are we headed for a recession? I don't know. I mean, the, the fundamentals are still good. People are working. Uh, businesses are making money. They're hiring people. All those kind of things are, are cycling through. There are some some signs out there that say it could be slowing a little bit. But I, I would tell you, just be careful of what you listen to in the media because the media's job is to keep you entertained in about six-minute segments so they can sell commercials in between segments. And so they have to hype up things just in an effort to get you to listen so that you'll be there to hear the ad, hear the commercials. That's the, that's the media's job. And so so be careful. Don't, you know, if somebody says the sky's falling in the market, you know, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is. Uh, but But you want to make sure that you are prepared. If you're nervous about it, then don't put yourself in a position to lose money like you did in 07 and 08. Uh, go ahead and make the adjustments now. Because the reality, Ben, is 07 and 08, a lot of people have forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. And now we, we tend to get a little bit greedy because, man, it's going good right now. And I agree. You know, people come in, we're doing reviews. We know 2017 was a, a great year in the market. 2018 was a little bit squirrely. The market was down for the year, so that wasn't great. So far, 19 has been a, been a great year. So you just want to kind of know where, where you are and what your purpose is. And just make sure that you're invested like you should be based on what your situation is. And don't get too greedy too late in your working career, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's easy to get get very overconfident with the way things have been going recently. So man, it, it sure that's is That's good advice. If you're, if you're curious, if you're ready, if you're prepared, if you don't know, if you haven't had these conversations about some of these scenarios we've talked about in this episode, make sure you reach out to Lee and his team at JL Perkins wealth management. He's the owner and financial advisor, and he can help you out with, with any of these topics and get you prepared and talk about your specific situation because it's different for everyone. And it's important that you have those discussions about what's important to you and, and kind of where you are currently. So check them out online, jlperkinswealth.com. You can also call Lee 478-254-3550. Lee, that's going to do it for episode number one in the books. Been a good discussion today, man. I appreciate the time. Yep. It's been good. I appreciate your, your, your feedback. Remember, you can always subscribe to this uh, this podcast on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcasting app. So until next time, I'm Ben George along with Lee Perkins here on the Making Money Podcast. We'll talk to you next episode. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.